This is a Vantage Point with Pastor Henry Podcast. This is Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. another episode of Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. It is educative, informative, entertaining, enlightening, edifying and spiritually uplifting. Sit tight and put on your seatbelt and get ready to be blown Today's away. Today's special guest is Jessica Maloney, mental health counselor and women's empowerment speaker extraordinaire. In this episode, Jessica and Henry will continue their discussions on how to discover yourself. Grab your cup of coffee your drinks and snacks and sit back and enjoy. This is Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. Hello, good evening, everybody. Good to see you all. Uh, it's another episode of Vantage Point with Moa Henry, and um, I have my guest from yesterday, Jessica Maloney. I should say the one and the only Jessica Maloney. I like um, someone says about Henry, he says, whenever I go to your podcast, Henry, I come out not just speaking to people, but I come away feeling like I'm a king, a queen, a princess, uh, I give attention to people, um, and we'll talk about that. I talk about that a lot in my book, um, The Heart of a True Lover. Just came out. Get ready, guys. It's going to blow you. Because um, how many of you have seen that movie? Um, um, what is it called now again? The one underwater. Uh, the one, the name is about... Um, Hey, I'm forgetting what I'm drawing blank. Um, but there's part two now, the movie that was done underwater, expensive, grossing movie. Um, and the people in the water, Avatar 1 and 2. You know the way they greet each other? They put their hand, put your hand on that person's chest and they say, I see you. I see you. And I was driving to... I picked up a car um, in Ohio um, three weeks ago at the airport and I was, I got in, they didn't have, I, I hate expensive cars. I like cheap cars, you know, especially on for gas because I drive a lot. So they didn't have what I wanted, but they gave me a CLK 2002 coupe. And I said, God, I need a wife to, to drive in this coupe and feel good about it, you know, and, and, and I heard God say, Henry, I see you. And I was like, help me understand, help me understand. And he began to show me a lot of things. And, and I and then I understood why he wanted me always to leave a mark to, to when you talk to people, when people come across you. Next week, I'm talking to uh, Stephanie Claus, and we're going to talk about the etiquettes of good people again, and we're dealing with the last one, which is say hello. 
And even in just the act of saying hello, you don't just say hello in passing, you say hello in a way that carries across that feeling that I see you. We don't see each other. We say hellos, we greet each other. We, and a lot of it is temporary and fleeting, but it's not deep. It's not deep. That's what vantage point is. Vantage point is seeing humanity from the one position where you have the God view, the, 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 the whole view. How many of you have seen that movie, Vantage Point? It's the story of how I think a president was killed, but it's the story from 12 perspectives. This guy was in a van as an FBI agent. The other one was in the security detail. The other one, and you know, they all were brought in and interrogated and they were telling their story. And 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 this, I, I have to watch that movie again, but, but, but that's what vantage point is. When you can see, see things, not, the, not from 30 feet high, but just from the God view, the vantage point view. That's what we do here, and, and that's what I'll keep doing. And I got into that because I wanted to give an example of how um, we see people or how I see people. I see Jessica, I see through, I see her heart, I see her passion, I see how much she wants to um, excel in what she does, and I see how much she wants to be a blessing to humanity. I see how much gifting is in her and how she's willing to bring it all out. I don't invite people that I don't see, you know, or that if I see and I don't see it clearly, you know, it's good to see, but it, when you see more, you respond to it. We don't, we don't appreciate people until it's late. We don't speak highly of people until it's late. We don't tell them how good they are, how amazing they are, how brilliant they are, even how pretty or how handsome or how kind, how thoughtful with their words they are. We we hoard all of those. We hoard our goodness. And so we keep practicing what is wrong. That's in my book. You get good at what you practice. And so I'm practicing the sweet God personality that just speaks highly of people. And people become warriors and champions around me. People find their identity and find their, their, their the best of them around me. That's what Vantage Point is. And I am happy I've taken this amount of time to maybe put down my bona fides as why we have that name and why we do the things we do. Without much ado, I want to bring Jessica on. I am comfortable that I'm going to grab her a couple more times. I'm going to see if I can beg her for us to do uh, a series, even if it is just 10 minutes, you know, um, but we'll put it out. 10-minute series of, we'll take all of these things and one by one, we'll break it down. For instance, finding yourself. How do you overcome uh, this? Or what is self-care? You know, just 10 minutes of power talk and just go to beg and see if we can do that. So I'm not I'm not in a hurry to get her on today because um, um, some friends and some people come and they don't just walk past. You see them and God gives you... Um, a little longer opportunity to 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 meet them, to be blessed by their gifts and, and what they bring to the table. So thank you, Jessica, for coming on. God bless you. How are you doing today? Of course, wonderful. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. I must say, every day your hair looks glowing and amazing. Uh -huh. You wear it really nice. You wear it, you wear it really nice. Really nice. Thank really you. Nice. You wear it really nice. So let's, let's tee off from where we were yesterday. Let's tear from where we were. I wanted to 
quickly jump in and ask you this. Um, something you said yesterday when we were talking, you said self-awareness self is one way you can begin to um, discover yourself and come out. And you said it needs to increase. It needs to increase. Can you just run out a few things people can do to increase their self-awareness? What is self-awareness and how can people increase self-awareness? Um, well, self-awareness is generally speaking, again, just being aware of yourself, being aware of like the things that trigger you, the things that make you feel a certain type of way and how you react to them. So one of the things that you could do daily for to help you to increase self-awareness or to practice self-awareness is a mental check-in or an emotional check-in. You know, throughout the day, maybe setting an alarm on your phone or thinking about times of day that you want to check in with yourself. The morning and the evening are great for this, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But <clears throat> being able to ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling it? And what can I do to help myself? Is there anything I can do to support me or change this feeling? Because once we recognize what I'm feeling, people have a hard time putting words to feelings sometimes, and it's very normal and natural. But spend a minute with it. It's uncomfortable, but again, it helps us to increase self-awareness. And once we are able to identify the feeling that we're having, we can maybe explore where it came from. What is it? Is it something that was triggered externally? Or is it something that is inside of me that somebody essentially touched upon and now I am feeling a certain type of way? That if, if I have an insecurity and somebody touches on it, then, then I might have a feeling. So is it something that I can work on or is it a boundary that I need, I need to set with somebody else? And then what can I do to change it? If I recognize that I'm feeling anxious because of a situation that I'm in, then I can potentially either remove myself from the situation or I can engage in a coping skill that helps me feel less anxious. So being able to go through those three questions are a great way to kind of practice gaining self-awareness. And the reason we do it first thing in the morning and right before we're going to bed at night is because in the few moments after you wake up and the few moments before you fall asleep, the brain is the most susceptible to influence. So if you can take- Wow, say that again. Is that medical? Is that scientific? Yes, that's science. So the moments right after you wake up and the moments right before you fall asleep, your brain is most susceptible to influence. Hmm. So the things that you're telling yourself in these moments- are going to stay with you and be essentially ingrained in you deeper than in any other time of the day. Because essentially that's when your mind is, is most clear. You're kind of shifting into this, like this, um, I forget what they call it, but this like middle ground between awake and asleep where mm. like you're taking all that stuff. So I know a lot of my clients, they end up stressing about things right before they're falling asleep and it help it prevents them sometimes from getting to sleep because like, oh, my mind is racing, my mind is racing. I'm thinking about all the things I have to do or all the things that I am insecure about or all the things I'm worried about. Mm. Carrying that with you. You know, your subconscious mind is the first thing to kind of like wake up essentially. So that is the thing that is going to kind of hold on to all of these ideas and thoughts, whether it be throughout the day, throughout the night. So we want to be intentional with our, our minds, especially in the morning to set the tone for the day and in the evening, to help us to, you know, be able to sleep peacefully and gain you know, all the good stuff that we want from our sleep. When you say we have to be intentional, how far do you go with intentionality in the morning? How detailed do you go? Let's say, for instance, you yourself, how, when you, how far, you know, give us an example. 
Um, honestly, not too far. Like there are some wonderful, <laughs> incredible people out there. I'm busy, you know, I got a lot of things to do. And like, that's, that's the thing, right? Like there are so many incredible people out there and they will give you their morning routines and they will talk about how they wake up and they meditate and they set intentions, do affirmations and they exercise. Incredible. Before I had kids, like I was getting the exercise and stuff, but like, by the time my eyes actually open up, somebody's hungry, somebody's already hurt somebody else, TV's not working, God only knows what else is going on. So my intentions are very quick and effective for my morning routine because that is what just works for me. So because of my life and having two kids and not having all the time to kind of wake up but slowly and exercise and have a cup of coffee and set intentions the way I would like. You don't ever wake up slowly? Was it? No. <laughs> Oh, they're like little alarm clocks mom mom you're the one that is always preaching self-love when do you get to get go away and do something i saw the other way i'm like you, you are offering some ladies a thousand dollars to go to the hamptons with you yes. i mean what are you going to do that for a guy <laughs> <laughs> oh yes 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 well i'm very excited about that retreat actually so you know we do have to find our space where we can so in the mornings my mornings are quick you know that i'm waking up quick so my intentions are, are quick. Today, I'm going to focus on one thing to accomplish and I'm going to give myself credit for what I've done. That is an intention. Today, general attention, like today is going to be a great day. I am going to make today a good day. Today, I will be patient and kind to myself and allow myself to complete all of my tasks. Today, I will be filled with abundance and good things will come my way. Being able to set an intention, things that I want to be looking out for, things that I want to be receiving in my life and how maybe I want to be acting or behaving, you know, and, you know, being able to even go throughout your day, practice those emotional check-ins and potentially set a new intention. You know, things happen. We don't expect all the time. So we have to be able to roll with the punches sometimes as well. Set a new intention, re recite some affirmations, remind yourself of how powerful you really are. And that also is an act of self-love, you know, being able to sit down at the end of the night could be an act of self-love. You know, the women's retreat that I'm planning is going to be a weekend of self-love, which is going to be incredible. And just a lot of pouring in, you know, one of those heavy resets because that deep self-care is something that we don't really ever do. Do you guys accept flies on the wall? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> next I'm time, next time, next time we'll do like a big one. And I'm be... kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, um, what do you say about people who have problem with, um, so for instance, self, self-awareness has a lot to do with, or needs a lot of self-introspection. Mm. What do you say about people who just have problems looking deep into themselves? You know, just, they hate to see things. They hate to journal because it, it kind of keeps memory of failures and disappointments and stuff like that. What do you say about that? Well, I say that we are going to do that and I'm going to hold your hand while you do that because we need to turn those past failures into the stepping stones of advancement. That you're not alone. You're not the only one who doesn't like to kind of do that introspection and to kind of do that deep inner work because it's scary. There's stuff back there that we just don't want to deal with again. We don't want to feel again. I don't want to be embarrassed by it. I don't want to cringe about it. Like we all have these things. But if we can go back with intention, go back with support, knowing that I'm going here for a reason. The only reason we really dive into the past is for purpose. 
that I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at this, this thing, this situation, this experience, and not beat myself up over it, not hate myself for it, but ask myself, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? What was the part that I played in this so that now I can recognize that in me and be able to shift it? Because once I recognize how I have gotten in my own way, how maybe something that I did didn't really get me to where I wanted to be, then I take my power back to change it. Because otherwise, it's always going to be dependent on how somebody else treats me, what opportunities somebody else gives me. I have to treat me right. I have to know what kind of treatment I want and deserve so that if somebody else doesn't do it, I can set a boundary. I need to be able to know what it is that I want and be able to go get it for myself because it's not necessarily going to come to me because somebody else is going to bring it. So if I want it, I have to go get it. And I need to figure out what power I have in order to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even going to say what's going on in my mind, but I was going to, <laughs> I was going to ask you um, um, a bunch of questions from there. Do you always go for what you want? Do I always go for what I want? Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe not all of it at the same time, exactly when I want, <laughs> depending on what it is. Like, yes. Okay, this one is another one, a big bang of a question. Do you always know what you want? No. <laughs> Good answer there. That just proves how smart you are. I agree with that. That's, that's how, how sincere you are. If, if you don't know always what you want, well, say something about that. I mean, I think that we're, we're human, you know, and like in certain moments I can, I can want something, but is it, is it really deeply what I want? You know, mm -hmm. and like there are levels I think to that as well. And like, again, we're constantly getting to know ourselves. Like we're constantly changing, mm -hmm. you know? So like, I guess it really depends on like the, the, the situation or the question. I mean, don't ask me what I want to eat. I never know that ever. So <laughs> that's done. You could, you could decide whatever you want. I want that too. <laughs> Okay. But okay. The deeper no, stuff. Noted, noted, noted. That was a very good answer because um, we're running up uh, on a tight uh, stop, hat stop, because we started late. So uh, the computer has kind of rearranged when our uh, commercial slots are. And I have about five seconds to say what's going to happen next because this video I stole from Jessica and she's saying things that just confirm that sometimes you don't know what you want. So, For most of my life, I was very much a people pleaser. I was looking for love. Just couldn't fight it at all. Just imagine feeling completely drained. 
Vantage Point with Pastor Henry and Jessica Maloney will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Educating. Enlightening. Entertaining. Refreshing. And always spiritually uplifting. Welcome back to Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. Hi, I'm Henry. That was Jessica. We're going to ask her when that was. That I think that was when she was a teenager or something like you know. <laughs> um, um, but she said a lot of things there that um, both men and women would want to hear and, and, and just learn from that point. I think that was a message where she began to identify what she wanted to do. And I think that was also sharing a stage with a very well-known speaker. So let's bring her on and ask her, you know, um, Tell us about that. What was that all about, uh, Miss Jessica? So that was the Les Brown experience. That was in August okay. 2021. Um, it was at the Rock Church in Queens, and it was a it was a beautiful experience. Um, like I said, it was it was hosted by Les Brown and his son, and it was one of the one of the culminations of the beginning of my speaking career. I spent nine months being mentored by Mr. Brown. It was. It was a wonderful, incredible learning experience. And he really helped me be able to learn how to share parts of my story with people to help them identify with what it is that I'm trying to teach them, what it is that I am talking about, because I've been through it. I haven't just studied it. I didn't just learn it somewhere or hear somebody else talk about it. And mm. my experience, you know, for most of my life, I didn't know what I wanted. I became a chameleon to the people around me and just wanting to be what they wanted me to be because I didn't have an identity and it was exhausting mm. trying to just be what everybody else wanted me to be because they would still be unhappy with me in some capacity. And then I was wow. more lost, still not knowing who I was because I tried to be somebody else and it still wasn't good enough. So I had to do a lot of this deep inner work. I had to look at myself because I continue to hit those failure blocks. I failed, I failed, I failed. I'm shocked. How can anybody who attains any level never be enough? What's the standard anybody's judging you with? May I ask? Oh, it was my own standard. You know, <laughs> that I think that I could never meet. But it depends. I think that, you know, sometimes the things that people say to us or the reasons that people don't want to be friends with us or don't want to be in relationships with us or the reasons we don't get a job, you know, we might know what some of those things are, but oftentimes we're creating stories in our head that are much more severe and significant than reality. And hmm. that's why I think that, again, being able to know yourself and having a healthy mindset is one of the most valuable and important things that anybody can do for themselves 
because we're all going to go through this life stuff. You know, mm. it's just about how we perceive it and how we interpret it. What is the volunteer victim mentality? So I I signed up for this. You, know? you said you did. I was wondering what it is before I ask you how you how you signed up. Um, so it was it was a lot of the choices that I made. You know, in a lot of the relationships that I found myself in, I I chose to discount myself. I chose to just do whatever whatever somebody else wanted me to do because it was easier than figuring out what I wanted to do. Or explain what what would anybody else want you to do? Forgive my asking. This is going way off track, but it's fun. Let's let's go there. Well, like if if somebody's like, oh, I'm I'm really into sports, like. Oh, me too. Like, that sounds great. <laughs> or like, oh, like, I would really like to go to this restaurant. Like, oh, me too. You know, and it's just about people pleasing, you know, and constantly just going with whatever it is that somebody else wants to do without having opinions or feelings of your own. You know, if somebody hurt my feelings, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want you to leave me. I don't want you to be upset with me. I don't want you to be mad at me. Nobody ever asked you what you wanted to do or what you wanted to eat well sure i mean people would ask but i mean i would just kind of be like okay whatever it's fine you know and like obviously it, it would go deeper than just where do you want to eat and what do you want to do but it was it was just kind of not knowing anything about myself not knowing what i deserved what kind of relationship that i really wanted what really love meant mm -hmm. what it was supposed to look like what compromise mean, what boundaries were, what gaslighting was, you know, and it's, it's an interesting concept because it took me a long time to kind of accept that for myself because of my background, you know, I spent six years in college studying psychology and becoming a mental health professional that I learned about all of these things, you know, but sometimes learning about them and experiencing them are quite different. And we don't realize what we're really finding ourselves in until we learn to find ourselves. Hmm. Hmm. Um, let me ask you this. This just popped up based on what you were saying. Um, when we, and I want to hear your view, I want to, not just your personal experience, I want to hear what. Um, your field, your, your your professional response to this would be when we allow people to have that dominant personality or domination over or dominion over us, when we allow that, what do they have that we don't have? You know, because that's always the thing, you know, um, when you look at yourself from the place of um, like the things you said, oh, I don't want to make you, I don't want to upset you, I don't want you to leave me, I don't want this, you know, and, and, and you're looking at someone that high. What is it they have, you know, and, and you can list up, you know, mundane things to sublime and, you know, deeper things, but what is it they have that we don't have? Obviously money, okay? Um, connections, maybe. Um, <clears throat> uh, maybe also... Um, societal name so to say or just this they look like wherever they go into everybody's looking at them and admiring them you know that kind of a thing but what else 
Um, I think. Uh, well, Does it make sense to you? Yes, yes. I think it can go two ways, though. So, like, for what you're asking, like, what do they have? Like, they may have authority. They may just have more confidence than us. They may have um, a sense of entitlement. You know, uh -huh. it's often with, you know, people who are narcissistic by nature, you know, so that they believe themselves to be higher and more inflated than anybody else. Uh -huh. And, you yeah. know, for somebody who lacks self-esteem, it's it's easy to just kind of believe that, that they just more yeah. than we do. But I also yeah. think that there's like another side that it's not that they have something that we don't. It's that we have something that they don't, that I have deep empathy. Uh, that, oh, that, wow. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I'm very much an empath. So if if somebody feels badly, like there would be situations where I would be invited to go out with friends and he would say, oh, you're going to leave me? Like, you're going to leave me by myself? <laughs> Not realizing that this was a form of gaslighting and isolation <laughs> as it continued to happen. Very manipulative. Yes, it is. Right. And I was like, oh, he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> but realizing that, you know, maybe once it's cute, but as it continues and now that cute, I love you, don't leave me is like, seriously, you're going out? Wow. becomes this like oh you're upset like no i won't go i won't go i won't go i won't go that now i've isolated myself so much that i don't have these friends to help me i don't have these friends to call upon when i'm feeling a certain type of way now i don't have any escape and it hmm. becomes this thing where like i've given so much of my care and my empathy to this person and they have run away with it and not returned any of it that i feel defeated <laughs> I, I, I never thought about that, that sometimes it is your goodness that um, exacerbates somebody else's negativity. You know, it might not be something really serious on them, but just the fact that you're an empathetic person, you know, and they take advantage of that. And then what, th what that does is, you know, when you're always playing a game of cards uh, with from, from that position, you're always putting your cards face up for mm -hmm. the, to their advantage and you're losing out a lot in life. Um, um, I'm looking at the time and we have just about six minutes before this computer begins to alert me. I wanted to ask you, um, uh, I had asked you last time, um, how, how can self-love, um, how can love be self selfless if love Sorry, let me take that again. How can love be selfless if self-love is more about you? And I wanted to, um, because um, I had an audience that, you know, was with me when I was editing. And, and uh, the lady said, the lady said, um, how do you learn how to share when you learn how to be alone for a long time you know and that was a problem the lady that was sitting with me in the flight she was eavesdropping and she said to me she said she's been single for how many years and and she has gotten used to being alone and and, and she, taking care of herself and all of that and now it is difficult so help me help her what would you say to that i was like um I have Jessica's number. Let's call her. Oh, sorry. Airplane mode. <laughs> you totally could have. I told I, I'm, hey, 
blank check. I'm going to take. I'm going to, I'm going to be calling you random. Hey, Odner, um, would you please talk to my friend here at the phone? For sure. <laughs> Listen, this stuff is tough. You know, like you know, there's this like hyper independence that I think a lot of women have created for themselves, and like part of me is applauding them, and like that's incredible. But also, like it is difficult to potentially transition back into a relationship. You know, and I again recognizing like that like I can do all these things for myself, but it is also okay to allow somebody to do it for me. That I can still love myself while learning to give a little bit more to another person. That if it's hard to let somebody in because I can do it all myself, you don't have to let go of I can do it all myself, but learn to give just a little bit to the other person. That like if you weren't around, I could do it or I could figure it out, but it's okay if I let you do it for me because that's nice and I do appreciate that. And I want to let you know that your your participation here, it means something to me and I, and I, I care for you. So I think it's about starting slowly, finding the things that you can allow somebody into your life and, and share together with. First, you know, having it be something that's easy to kind of share with somebody, little things that they can maybe do for you, and getting used to that, and then continuing to progress from there, however it is that you feel comfortable. You know, there's no right or wrong way to go about it, but it's knowing that, again, in the end, what what is it that you want? What type of relationship are you looking for? Because there are so many different kinds of relationships that we don't have to let go of ourselves and become codependent. But I can allow somebody in and let them do things for me or do things with me, knowing that if I didn't have this person, that maybe I would be sad and maybe that would like hurt my feelings if they were to not be here anymore, but that I would be able to recover and go about things as that independent version of me. So there's a little bit of compromise, I think. I mean, I'm, what you're what you're saying today is so deep and so powerful. It's slightly different from what you said yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday you were like, father of self love. Yeah, you were like you were like a cat. Like you were like just ready. No, I'm nope. And your defenses and everything was up. And you were like, well, if you are gonna ask me for everything, then maybe we're not supposed to be together. I'm like, Ooh, well, I still about. stand by. That. Hold on. <laughs> we have to take care of ourselves. It's no, not I'm just about kidding. not just... taking care of other people, but like I'm just if kidding. You're I'm just constantly kidding. drain me. Oh no, there you go. That's the cat again. <laughs> That's the cat again. Wow. Um, um and so there was another question she asked me in the flight that I I I really said to myself, I'm gonna ask Jessica today. <clears throat> uh and it's a two two-prong question. The first one was um um, so when you set out and you want to give yourself attention, you want to give yourself um, self-care, self-love, you want to do all of the things you're talking about, uh, you need a kind of intensity, right, to go on with it. She says, but how can you manage that intensity if you're going to um, um, kind of wear it down, you know, with with this other mindset that, um, I've got to be gentle so that I don't um, firm up. So do, does that make sense to you? So that I don't firm up and I don't become 
um because yes and, and and i had told her a few things again sorry i'm gonna sell my book from my book <clears throat> i said one of the things i learned is that uh, we always say these things what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and but i felt god was teaching me that what doesn't kill you should make you better you know yeah. we, we when you're stronger you're you're fighting when you're better you're living that's mm. how i how i learned it you know and, and 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 when you meet people who um <clears throat> who survive from any of the two ways they are very different when you meet somebody who went through a lot and what didn't kill them make them stronger they are different in personality from people who what didn't kill them made them better now <clears throat> that doesn't mean you shouldn't be stronger but you should be better with that strength. That's what I felt, you know. And so when I was telling her about it, she was like, how can I get the intensity that I need to survive, but the tenderness that I need to also have a future? Does that make sense to you? Like a future relationship? If you, it, it could be in anything. It could be, um, um, it, it could be in anything. You know, uh, and and there are so many places it can play out, mm -hmm. not just relationship. You know. Well, I think a lot of people are operating in survival mode. You know that. It's very true. Oh, yes. I think we talked about this yesterday too. Like everyone's just like go go go, very busy. Like I've got to focus on what I got to do and the to do list and the kids and the house and the whatever it may be. That mm. like we we need to learn how to kind of shift in and out. You know, the same way mm. would with like a car. That sometimes we need mm. to slow down. Oh, you're a car, you shift in and out? Wow, automatic. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we can, all right? But recognizing that, like, you know, like, as much as, like, we're trying to get somewhere, we're trying to get things done, that, like, sometimes mm. we do need to shift out of that go, go, go mode or that, like, survival mm. mode or that hard mode, that intensity, because, like, I deserve it. And if I want to be softer in different areas of my life, then... I should be able to get get that for myself. You know, if mm. I want to be soft with my kids, like I need to mentally shift out of like work mode or like cleaning mode so that I can be in like play mode or mom mode. If I want to shift out of mom mode and work mode and be in relationship mode, like it's going to take some conscious maneuvering sometimes because we are busy. Did they ever mix up? Like you confuse your... <laughs> <laughs> You go, you go to a date and you're in cleaning mode or more. <laughs> Tell them to put me away. <laughs> I'm done. We've all mixed up. <laughs> um, I need to say this. Um, I was streaming to one other platform. I'm not sure, but we have an inadvertent uh, uh, viewer. This was supposed to be recorded for um, uh, for broadcast on another day, but you're welcome to stay. We're just recording for another this thing. And I'm, I'm going to have to check because I wanted to be sure I left it somewhere else in case my download speed was too bad and I didn't get a good picture. So I, I was streaming to somewhere else. But whoever is watching, I don't I'm not I'm not checking who is watching. Um, it's good. You can you can see us. Um, um, I have Jessica Maloney. She's an extraordinary speaker, woman empowerment. Her website is jessicamaloney.net. And she said she has a book. What's the title of the book now? So the book is called Breakthrough. It is a self-guided empowerment journal. Oh, yeah. You said so. Yeah. Yes. So, and it's on my website or on Amazon. So we can get Okay. Wow. Amazing. 
Vantage Point with Pastor Henry and Jessica Maloney will be right back. Don't go anywhere. They say there is a pandemic of loneliness in 2022. It is the loneliest year on the record. Almost 70% of single and 49% of married people feel some form of loneliness. Christmas Day Valentine's Wedding anniversaries and children's birthday celebrations are reported to be some of the days when people feel most alone. For obvious reasons. In 2022, the human population hit 8 billion. But never has there been any time when both men and women had the most problem finding love. Or finding life partners. Introducing, The Heart of a True Lover by Henry N. Wainry. In this book, Henry exposes deep scriptural meanings and spiritual significance of the Bible, and reveals the answers it holds to the questions that humanity is asking. Questions like, Why am I still single? How do I find my soulmate? Why do I keep attracting the wrong kind of people? Did I marry the right or wrong person? How do I overcome my fear of rejection? How can I get people to love me? How do I handle vulnerability? The Heart of a True Lover is a must-read. Grab your copies today on Amazon, Apple Books, Lulu, Google Books, Barnes & Noble, Smashwords, Kobo, or head over to www.theheartofatrollover.com. It's everywhere you want it. I want to push over a thousand copies before March. I'm just very close to a thousand copies before March. So come on, everybody. Let's go do it. Um, I'm not used to selling my books, so, but please forgive me. Everybody says, you got to, you got to, got to. I have a few minutes and I'm going to bring Jessica back. Sorry, Jessica, we're going to plan and come back and talk a little bit more detailed, no rush, and see how we can get that out. So we're going to, Jessica has agreed to play the VP game. And I see we're, it's, there's two people on now. Uh, we're supposed to be recording for broadcast on Saturday, on Friday, I beg your pardon. But it's okay, you can stay and watch us. You can also go back and download Vantage Point. It's on everywhere, everywhere podcasts is aggregated. iHeart Radio, iTunes, Apple, um, sorry, uh, Google Podcasts, <laughs> and on my website as well. <clears throat> so Jessica has agreed to play, and we're going to do, do this in the last few minutes we have. So Jessica, you know the rules. Your answers don't have to be more than two sentences, just one sentence. And then... Um, you call out a number. I read the question that corresponds to the number you called out, and then you answer. And there are 25 numbers. So you pick one to 25, and you have 
oh, pity you, you have five. We wanted to do 10 and just <laughs> <laughs> grab everything from you, but we'll do five for now. So one, two, go. Uh, seven. Number seven. Wow. Where is your happy place? The beach. I love the beach. Good. Next. Three. Number three. What's a song that makes you cry? Oh, a song that makes me cry. Um, 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 what is that Christmas song? The Christmas shoes song? Do you know that song? <laughs> you want me to sing it now so you cry? I'm not. <laughs> no, it's not a good look. <laughs> okay. That's weird. The Christmas shoes song makes you cry. That's interesting. Next one. Um, 20. <laughs> number 20, number 20, number 20, number 20. What's, what's your weirdest face? Can you make your weirdest face? Oh my God, what if it freezes? <laughs> the <laughs> face. Oh my God, this one's embarrassing. Uh, well. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know, like a weird face, like. <laughs> well, I'm a very expressive person, so I'm I am going to freeze that. <laughs> I, I knew you. <laughs> I'm going to freeze that. I keep it. That is priceless. I got the Jessica Maloney to do a weird face. All in good fun. All in good fun. I'm sure there's worth okay. picking something out there somewhere. <laughs> Next one. Next one. Um, seventeen. Seventeen. A movie line or song line you repeat a lot? A movie line or a song line I repeat a lot. Oh my goodness. I don't I don't really watch a lot of like movies. I like songs, but I just I tend to just remember the lyrics. Like, I watched you sing a song the other day on one oh. of your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> actually singing. I know you wasn't oh that wasn't you singing? No, no. Oh you used that up. Okay. Uh, yeah. what was that song? Um that was cool. What was it again? Colby Calais. Try. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, do you feel love? Did I make you love? Do you feel? <laughs> I'm gonna keep that clip for you. No, you don't have it. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it on the podcast. I'm gonna record it on my phone. Okay, okay. One more. Okay. Um, number fifteen. Number fifteen. If you could fix something about you, what would it be? I mean, I still struggle with anxiety and I would really love to be able to dive deeper in that. It's something that I am working on, but to be able to manage anxieties in the unknown situations. You know, I always say that the unknown is one of the most difficult sources for anxiety and it's something that I'm working on. So I'd love to be able to enhance my abilities to cope with that. Wow, interesting. Want to thank you so much, Jessica, for the time you've given us. Um, this recording is gonna go live on Friday, so you can catch me trying to mimic your singing <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> on Sunday, but I am going to save. Um, I'm going to. Sorry about it. I'm very sorry. I, I have another appointment coming up too, so I'm going to save that, and then I will see you and talk to you uh, tomorrow, and we can schedule. Um, the other episodes, okay? I want to thank you again. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. Take All care. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Thank you for watching this episode of The Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with your family and friends. You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify and wherever podcasts can be found. Download the latest episodes on Saturdays, weekly. I look forward to sharing the next episode with you. As always, stay well, stay healthy, stay happy, stay loved and stay blessed.